0: I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. Uh, this is gonna be kinda hard for me right now. Last week, or it wasn't even last week, last episode, which was October 21st, so a little over two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I said that uh, something big was in the works and that it was gonna be on the next episode, which would be this episode. The truth is, it didn't happen. Uh, I did have a big interview lined up, I'm not gonna say with who, but uh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I've tried making uh, several phone calls again, not getting an answer, not sure what's happening. I still want the interview to happen. Uh, but, at the moment, it's kinda ground to a halt. And I don't know what to do, other than just send emails asking, Hey, you know, still wanna do it, still want people to, uh, hear this. Uh, I, I, I'm not, don't, don't be thinking that, um... I'm, I'm sitting here feeling sorry for myself. I'm not. I, if anything, I'm just disappointed for you guys, the listeners, because, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm dropping all these hints. I'm saying, oh, there, there's something big. You, you know, you're not going to believe it when you hear it, but you, you'll really like it. And then it's like, oh, I I you know it's like basically if somebody called you and said, "Oh my god, you just won the lottery. You won the lottery." And you know, you know, you're you're a millionaire. You won 350 million dollars. And you you get there and it's like, "Oh, wait, no. I just had a dream that you won the lottery." Oh, sorry. You you lost. Uh that's uh, that's kind of what it's like. Again, I'm not going to say who the interview was going to be with. Because I still want to surprise you in the off chance that it does happen. because for all I know, there's just some some problems and uh, I don't think there's any problems with me. I'm a fairly I'm a fairly respectable respect see, I can't even say uh, words correctly. I'm a fairly respectable guy, so there shouldn't be a problem with me, but uh, who knows it's probably just scheduling. I feel bad for you believe me, for leading yawn and saying oh something big's coming, something big and then nothing um, I also feel bad for Justin because I was telling him a lot about this and uh, when I told him that it wasn't going to happen he, he, he was disappointed but he handled it with the usual quiet dignity and grace that I've come to expect from him Justin's never quite himself when I give him bad news Or when he wants a Snickers either Anyway, enough with me being a uh, promise-breaking piece of crap Let's move on with the rest of the podcast Okay, this is it This Saturday, uh, we've got the huge light heavyweight championship fight between uh, see, see, I almost said Adonis Stevenson. I don't know why I keep doing this. I was even doing it when I was uh, getting my notes together. But uh, between Sergey Kovalev and Bernard Hopkins. Uh, if you pay attention to the Facebook page, I posted some co- uh, a video from ESPN that had some comments that Bernard was making about why the fights not gain as much attention as he would have expected. And uh, I'm going to play them for you right now. You said it yourself that if this was any other sport than boxing, you'd be on the cover of every magazine right now. Why isn't what you're
1: accomplishing a bigger story right now? Because I'm black. Nothing more than that? What do you think if my name was Augustine, Erzenstein, Stern, Capello, Marciano? Let me finish. I'm just going to mention names and you put the ethnic background against the name. I mentioned Steinberg and Rosenthal. I mentioned Colombo, Marciano, who's praised and should be right now for being the greatest heavyweight undefeated in the world of boxing. They'll never let that go. Even when Larry Holmes said he couldn't carry my strap. They'll never let Larry Holmes forget that. They'll tell him that to his grave. Don't you understand the conflict of interest? Don't you understand the one-sided of a whole new different topic of sports itself? I was asked that many times and I said to people let me reverse what you ask me and tell you and ask you if I was any of those names of any other ethnic background, I'll be on every billboard, on every milk carton, and every place to be. And so, the only solution I can come up with, if we talk an American dream, here a guy that almost threw his life away, and he took this great country's attributes and used it: do it for self, work hard, be a law-abiding citizen. I've done that for 26 years. So. If you really look at it, I've done with the American dream when people die on boats to come here for, to live. I've done all that. And then you look back and sit back and say, wait a minute. What's wrong here? A lot of people are bold, not bold to say it or not bold to give it a suggestion where it might be. But I am. I say to the people that say what you just asked me, take Hopkins myself out of here and take my same deeds of work, take my same deeds of ignorance before I change my life around and you make me you and you put you in this seat and you put that guy here in this seat and you tell me how big he or she would be. It will be a great success story. It will be something that's unbelievable.
0: I, uh... I don't know where to begin. It's just... Really? We're approaching the end of the year 2014. And goddamn race is still a card that people are going to play... Ah! I just—I don't know. Maybe I need to check my privilege. I—I I, I don't know. Maybe as I sit here in my uh, bachelor basement suite apartment, uh, I—I I, I just need to. Uh, no, th- this is ridiculous. Sorry, but Floyd Mayweather. Breaking news, Bernard. Floyd Mayweather. He gets lots of major attention for his fights. And he is black. Manny Pacquiao gets lots of major attention for his fights. He is not black, but he is not white. He's Asian. Maybe, and believe me, I've put some thought into this. Maybe, the problem, just maybe, I mean... First of all, don't none of you listening to this don't think that I'm discounting anything that Bernard's done. It's never going to be done again. I am going to there are going to be fan, boxing fans 30 years from now who who will say to me, "Hey, you know what was it like watching Bernard Hopkins beat Kelly Pavlik?" and I will tell them I picked Kelly Pavlik to win in the 6th round by knocking Bernard out and by the 2nd round I knew that I had made the dumbest decision of my life picking Pavlik I'm not going to discount Bernard's credentials longest reigning middleweight champion of all time 2 time light heavyweight champion but uh, the problem is him This guy is a bit of a crybaby sometimes, okay? Let's go back to the year 2007, or maybe it was 2008. Yeah, it it was 2008, actually. Uh, Bernard Hopkins, he has his fight with Joe Calzaghe. He loses, and he, he just says that, you know, he's a living legend. He lost that fight. All he was doing was just throwing one punch, clinch. One punch, clinch. Kalzagi was actually throwing, making an effort of it. So everybody thinks Bernard's done. And then he has that amazing upset victory against Kelly Pavlik. That just makes your jaw drop and make you say, oh my gosh, like we're never going to see anything like this again. This guy is a once in a lifetime phenomenon. In fact, after the Pavlik fight, that's exactly what Ring Magazine put on the cover. There was a picture of Bernard, and it said, A phenomenon we'll never see again. Something along those lines. So you think, oh my gosh. he he He's, he's done the impossible. He fought Kelly Pavlik, a guy who people were saying that Joe Calzaghe was afraid of. That Pavlik's own people were saying that Calzaghe was afraid of Kelly Pavlik. But, um... You'd you, you think that after that fight that Bernard would say, all right, I, uh, I, I want Joe Calzaghe for a rematch. I, I did what he was afraid to do. Now let's see if he has the balls to fight me again. No! His next fight was against somebody you never heard of or cared about, Enrique Ornelas, or however you say his name. I don't care. Had you ever heard of him? No, of course not. And this was 14 months after this amazing victory over Pavlik. It's like, what the hell are you doing, Bernard? People are going to forget about you. People probably thought that you retired or something. I honestly thought that's what happened. I thought, well, Bernard has been kind of quiet. I I guess he must have just said, you know what? Don't want it anymore. But no, he took this fight against Enrique, whoever the hell, so that he could have a rematch with Roy Jones Jr. Unfortunately, Roy Jones Jr. was just coming off losing in the first round to Danny Green. So, this even more meaningless rematch somehow became more meaningless. And people weren't going to care about it after that. But, then, later that year in 2010, he has the fight with Pascal gets a draw when most people say he should have won that fight. So, of course, that that builds it. They're saying, oh, he's going to break George Foreman's record, become the oldest, ch- champ- the oldest person to win any championship. And he does it. He does it in tremendous style. Everybody was talking about how just before uh, the bell rang for a certain round, Bernard got off his stool and started doing push-ups and went out and won the round against Pascal oh my gosh, like, people, people who I was working with, they did not watch boxing, but they knew about that, like, hey, did you see this, they were asking me about it because they knew that I was a big boxing guy, and they said, do you know about this, like, what's the story behind it, and I would explain it, and like, oh my gosh, that's cool, oh, Bernard's Stock was probably at its highest that it could be. So then he has the fight with Chad Dawson. And everybody thought that that fight would never happen. But it does happen. Wow, great, can't wait. And, of course, originally the fight was ruled a second round TKO for Chad Dawson in his favor. But then they they changed it to a no contest, which they should have. Because Dawson was doing that, you know, like some sort of WWE power slam and... Here Bernard, so okay rematch. Uh, the the rematch was six months later in 2012. The rematch was boring, disgustingly boring. It, and when you're boring, nobody cares about you. So then Bernard has the fight against Savourous Cloud, which I'm going to say, I was pretty freaking stupid to bet against Bernard Hopkins. I should have bet against Tavoris Cloud. Again, kind of a Teddy Atlas moment for me there. But he wins the title and uh, sets a new record for himself as oldest person to win a title. Then he beats Karo Murat and uh, Shumenov. And now he's doing it against Kovalev. Well, he might do it against Kovalev. I don't know. I haven't made a prediction yet. But, look, the the truth is Bernard's style is not very crowd-friendly. It can be at times. Watch the Pavlik fight. Watch the the fight with Antonio Tarver. The Trinidad fight is freaking awesome. But lately, Bernard... (sighs) He, he do, I'm not saying that he doesn't have a killer instinct, he's not Chad Dawson. But, um, l- let's face it, he's a guy who's been calling himself the execu- Who He had to change his nickname! He's like, okay, it's kinda redundant to call myself the Executioner when I haven't knocked anyone out in 10 years. That's why he's calling himself the Alien. Ugh. And look, Bernard, there are also white fighters. I'm not saying that these white fighters are better than you, but nobody knows who they are. They're not on magazine covers. Vladimir Klitschko is the second longest reigning heavyweight champion of all time. He's got a record of 62 wins, only three losses, 52 knockouts. He's not on any magazines. He can't even make it onto the cover of Rain Magazine. Whereas you, I mean, at least you can make it onto the cover of that magazine. The Klitschko brothers can't. Well, I don't expect Vitaly to, because he's not in boxing anymore. But Vladimir Klitschko can't. Look, I am sure that if you, if 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 Bernard Hopkins wins against Kovalev, then he, you know, then he should be. I don't know why he's not, but at the same time, let's not act like this is the 1950s and everybody pays attention to boxing. It's not. People pay attention to Floyd Mayweather because he is loud and he puts himself out there. People pay attention to Manny Pacquiao because he was explosive and he would knock people out. His fights were exciting. Look... uh, also, what's with uh, naming all the Jewish people? Let's go play that again.
1: What do you think if my name was Augustine, Erzenstein, Stern? I mentioned Steinberg and Rosenthal.
0: I'll be honest. I'll admit my ignorance. I don't follow any other sports other than boxing. But uh, th- does anybody know? Th- do those names ring a bell? Seriously, do they ring a bell for anyone? He mentioned Marciano, and obviously people are going to remember that name, but uh, he he also mentioned Colombo, which I don't get. I mean, just one more thing. But But it's all those Jewish names I don't get. It's like, okay, I mean, maybe if you were a lawyer, and I'm going to hell for that joke, but I don't get it. I don't know any athletes with the names Rosenberg or Steinberg or Stern. I mean, there's Daniel Stern from Home Alone, but he's not an athlete, so I don't get, what's with all the Jewish names? Oh. Maybe maybe Bernard should do a duet with Elton John, but instead of singing, I guess that's why they call it the blues, maybe change
1: it to something else. And I guess that's why you don't trust the Jews.
0: Okay, let's move on before I really get into trouble <laughs> and I'm on quite a roll this week. Victor Ortiz. <laughs> That's right. He's back and he's going to be fighting on the undercard of the upcoming Devin Alexander versus Amir Khan fight. I'll be talking about that a little bit later on, but uh, yeah. Hasn't been the hasn't been the best couple of years for Victor Ortiz his last three fights he all lost them he all lost to them inside the distance Uh, there was the most recently was the uh... round two knockout loss to Luis Colazo uh... year before that he was ahead on the cards against Josecito Lopez and then got his jaw broken and they stopped the fight And, of course, he most famously got knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. Uh, He hasn't won a fight since 2011, and that was the great fight he had against Andre Berto. So, he's making a comeback. And he wants to get revenge against all the fighters who beat him. And the first person he's put on his hit list is Marcos Maidana. Uh, As he said to BoxingScene.com, quote, I would like to get my rematches. I would like to start with my Donna. that would be a nice one, definitely Lopez, he got super lucky, but he got me, Mayweather, I would definitely love the Mayweather fight, and obviously Collazo, last but not least, it happened, it is what it is, beat me once, cool, but not twice, unquote, <laughs> I don't know what, I mean, I don't know what it is, Like (laughs) shouldn't the guy just say look I'm just focusing on the fight that I have coming up Uh, oh by the way the opponent for this fight has yet to be determined so uh, who knows they may be able to get Josecito Lopez or Colazo but the fact that he's talking about Mayweather Come on, man. You had your shot, and you blew it big time. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel kind of bad for him on one hand. It's like, oh, it's so promising because, you know, he was going to be the next golden boy, and then he blew it again and again and again and he's only 27 years old the dude's younger than me and and i am not a big fan of this guy as you can tell by my laughter but oh come on don't don't why is he deluding himself like this or why is he thinking that we're stupid and that he can delude us into thinking? Oh yeah, that, that that's definitely gonna happen. Yeah, you're you're gonna get the Mayweather fight. I mean, granted, he's only got two fights left, and by the time you're ready to fight him, he might be 43. But okay, go for it, Victor. Oh God, a May. Oh. Just, just imagine for a second if Floyd Mayweather, after this uh, upcoming fight in in next May, imagine if he said that his last fight was going to be a rematch with Victor Ortiz. <laughs> I'm, I shouldn't be laughing like an idiot like this, but oh my God, it's hard not to. THIS IS TOO freaking HILARIOUS! Oh my gosh, Victor! I I don't know, stick to acting, weren't you in Expendables 3? I don't know, I don't watch terribly crappy movies like that. Oh, I'll have to ask one of my friends, but then he'll say, Who's Victor Ortiz? Oh, man. Well, either way, if he does fight again, I will say, I'll look forward to it, because his fights are never boring. Uh, but, yeah, no, best of luck to you, Victor. Uh, <laughs> best of luck, and try to keep things realistic. Okay, uh, I mentioned I would talk a, talk a little bit about the uh, Devin Alexander versus Amir Khan fight, and uh, earlier... Uh, Today, Oscar De La Hoya announced that the winner of this fight would most likely go on to face Floyd Mayweather next May. If you listened to this podcast uh, last time, you would have already known that. Seriously, why is De La Hoya giving us week old news, and acting like this is stuff that we should be like, no way, I never knew that, I mean, come on, Oscar, don't, don't treat us like morons, this fight is for the vacant WBC, I get to fight Floyd Mayweather title, there is nothing new about it, but uh, something occurred to me, like, everybody's like, okay, you know, it, this, this is what Khan This is what Khan needs, this is what's going to get him that big fight with Floyd. Just imagine for a second, what if Khan loses? (laughs) Can you imagine how panicked the people at Showtime are going to be like, oh crap, we have to put together a Floyd Mayweather versus Devin Alexander fight? Oh, oh God, Espinosa is gonna go nuts. He is going to he is going to lie about the numbers out his ass, but uh, you know what? It'd be interesting. <laughs> uh either way, let's move on to the last part of the podcast because we're at the or we're approaching the 25 minute mark. Let's talk about the big fight, Sergei Kovalev. Versus Bernard Hopkins the alien versus the crusher dun 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 I am having a really hard time picking a winner for this fight I've tried analyzing it from every angle you can't discount Kovalev's punching power you can't trust er sorry you can't discount his punching power you can't discount his youth at the same time he's he doesn't have half the experience that Bernard has I mean Kovalev's had 25 fights I think Bernard's had uh, just as many title fights if not more oh yeah no now that I think about it he's definitely had more Hopkins is going to be smarter Hopkins is always the smartest man in the ring No matter who you put in there. You could put Sugar Ray Robinson and Archie Moore and Muhammad Ali. And I have a feeling that Hopkins would probably still be the smartest out of all of them in terms of boxing sense. Bernard is able to turn back the clock all the time when people think he can't do it. He did it against uh, Pascal. He did it against Pavlik. uh, Personally, that's my favorite bernard hopkins fight to watch that fight is just a masterpiece and i was showing it to people you know i remember when that fight happened i was showing it to everybody like look at this this guy is in his 40s and the other guy's in his 20s and the guy in his 40s is beating the crap out of him this is very hard which is why you know what I'm gonna go with Bernard Hopkins. I may not be I may not agree with him in terms of uh, the promotion of this fight or a bunch of other things, but at the same time, he knows this stuff. He would not have taken this fight unless he saw that there was something in Kovalev that could be exposed. and Bernard is great at exposing someone's weakness. So, yeah, I don't think Hopkins is going to knock him out, but I think he's going to give him a 12-round 12 lo- 12 boxing lesson. So, that's how I see it. I don't know how the scores are going to be, but um, I'm picking Bernard Hopkins. You can call me crazy. I am more than happy to say, oh, wow, I screwed up that prediction. You heard me do it in this podcast, but... um. If I am mistaken, and if Kovalev wins, great. Trust me, I love surprises. But at the same time, I also love telling people, I told you so. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us at www.boxingforfree.com. Twitter.com slash boxing for free. Be like Lundy Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stevern, Glenn Johnson, and hundreds of others. Follow us on Twitter. You won't regret it. Go to YouTube.com slash boxing for free and Facebook.com slash boxing for free page. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Zoom, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, be sure to give us feedback and a rating to let everyone know that the Boxing Free Podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next time. Now go home and get your fucking shine box.